You are now listening to WMG Podcast, Building and Cultivating Excellence. Thank you. Slade, stop. No, Robin. I won't stop. Not now, not ever. I am the thing that keeps you up at night. The evil that haunts every dark corner of your mind. I will never rest. And neither will you. Welcome to the Super Breakdown, where we take your favorite heroes and villains, break them down, and open up a world of multiversal possibilities. With two words, one question, what if? And today, we're talking about the one, the only, the expert assassin himself, Deathstroke. The Terminator. I'm your host, Power Maximus, and I'm here with your other host, the one, the only, everyone's favorite demigod. More triage. All right, all right. Let's see. So right now, we got Deathstroke, the Terminator. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. Some people hate him. Kind of find out a lot of people actually hate this guy. And <laughs> after digging in some research and i absolutely see why oh man so this is i didn't really never really knew too much about deathstroke before before this really seeing him in 03 yeah yeah i mean i knew i knew how like strong of a staple like a, a strong staple character he was in dc you know as a villain or even sometimes as an anti-hero but like um like I really didn't know like all his superpowers or his full backstory. You know, we learned I you know we learned his backstory in Titans, um, but like I didn't I didn't do this deep of a research on him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I really I really appreciate you bringing up doing Deathstroke next because I really appreciate the information I learned on this guy. Like so, triage. Teach yep. me about this guy, like as if I know nothing about him. Like, let, let, let's okay. let, let's let's flip it a little bit. Let's you know show me it. Talk to me as if I've never even heard of this character before. All right. Copy. All right. So Slade Wilson was a victim of a failed medical experiment. This dude snuck his way into the army at the age of sixteen and enlisted, and wound up being such a proficient student in guerrilla warfare and unarmed tactics and and swordsmanship that they nicknamed him the terminator think about that for a second (laughs) that this this guy was so lethal in the field he got nicknamed the terminator so so he got into the military at 16 yeah snuck in and enlisted ah okay and at and at that age was still just like like a sponge for all of this. Uh, I'm still stuck on sixteen. <laughs> right. So sixteen, he gets into the military, and now he's become just absolute, you know, killing machine, known as the Terminator. Right. Okay, and it, and uh, the Terminator thing is actually kind of funny because they actually DC wind up dropping that a few years after his creation. We first see Slade in uh, 1980 in the Teen Titans. Now, 
the, the original Terminator came out in 1984. So they kind of dropped the Terminator label so that way there was no confusion or no branding issues. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's actually very rare for him to be called the Terminator. Only like the real one percenters, like uh, you and me would actually know that actual nickname. The real, the real limited editions. Whole fact, whole fact. So while Slade is in the military, he winds up catching the eye of a lot of his superiors. And actually, he actually winds up falling for his CEO, um, Adeline Kane, who, and he actually winds up marrying her. Mm-hmm. They have they have a very complicated relationship, which we'll get into a bit later. But one of the things that happens because Slade is such a proficient fighter, he gets picked for this program that was low key trying to create super soldiers. Now, the version of this story varies from different media, from Titans to Arrow, so it really depends on which version you're watching, but. It was supposed to be that they were trying to create super soldiers and by supercharging uh, his adrenaline glands, which actually worked. You know how they say a person only uses 10% of their potential? Yeah. Slade, Slade can use 90. Excuse me? Yes. He uses, he has he has access to 90% of that potential. Like he literally thinks nine times faster than the average person. That's terrifying. Like, Right, and he's an um, expert marksman, an expert assassin. That is terrifying, and it's an it is like an automated, uh, like an automated sponge for like anything he's taught. Right, like some of the things that I that I found that that I found out about this guy is like, first off, I remember you telling me that this guy had a healing factor. I didn't believe. Yeah. You. Until I started reading this. And I'm like, oh, okay. It makes sense because, you know, your adrenal gland, your in, you know, adrenal glands pumping that adrenaline, you know, forcing you to heal faster, become stronger, see faster. So it's like, it's as if he's like on a constant adrenaline rush. Right. Like, he's like, he's, he's enhanced intelligence, enhanced reflexes, strength, stamina, speed, senses. Uh, you know, enhance immunities. Some people even say that he could even be, you know, immortal. Which I don't I, know about that. We haven't cut his. Head I don't know about that one either. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what was it he said in Spawn? Everyone, you know, the dead can still die. Schmucky, all I gotta do is take off your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, ooh, you brought we're not sure yet, right? <laughs> Yo, he's a the master martial artist, master like an expert marksman. All different types of weaponry, expert computer hacker. The man is yeah. an expert computer hacker. Like, and he knows multiple different language, languages. Like, and all this, and this man can get paid to come after you. Right. That is terrifying. All it takes is a right price, and you'll be dead before you even know that you're dead. Mm, it's a whole fact. That's now, terrifying. now he's he's got his moral compass, and at times it swings this way or that way. Because you know, as you, as we said before, he sometimes is an antihero, sometimes he's a villain. Honestly, mm-hmm. I truly prefer I prefer the more villain uh, in, incarnation of the character because to see mm-hmm. someone who's this lethal, this proficient, it's almost like if what if Captain America really was the bad guy, right? Ah, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell Hydra. <laughs> Hell Hydra, yes. <laughs> so we and we've seen little glimpses of him in uh different types of media from 
Teen Titans to uh, Arrow, and I, I actually loved Manu Bennett when he was playing him on Arrow. I thought he did a phenomenal job. Man, absolutely, it was great, great. A- absolutely, he he. Uh, the lesson I took I took from him playing um Slay Wilson was to always be mindful of who you label your friend and mm. who you betray. Because when yeah. I tell you this man went on a whole vendetta against Oliver Queen, it, listen, like, <laughs> listen, literally. And, mm, spoiler alert: If y'all don't know, if y'all haven't watched Arrow, I don't know why you haven't watched Arrow. You're missing out. The everything, everything that happens after he gets off of the island is a pure. It's just all Slade. And you never know until later on in the show, right? Until when Slade when Slade comes back as a full on actual villain. Mm. Hmm. I keep so, my promises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever mm, you ever see you ever see a show where a man hates another man so much he slowly kills his mother in front of him. Destroys his reputation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Takes everything from him. Yeah, literally. I really honestly feel like Slade was a downfall. Was like the point where Arrow and Oliver Queen just started going downhill. And shit just continuously got worse for him at that point. After that. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, like you said, you see him in 2003 Teen Titans. You know, the... The, the the best Teen Titans, you know, as playing Slade Wilson, you know, we see his we see a, an an adaptation of his uh, vendetta with Dick Grayson starting. Yes, you know, with Dick Grayson becoming Red X for a little while there, and then you know that that whole thing, and then downfall of Terra. Yeah. So, uh, so let's let, let's jump in, back into the uh, comic book aspect of that real quick. So, basically, oh, yeah. what happened was, so basically, what happened was after his uh his uh experiment was deemed a failure, and I'm doing failure with my air quotations, because mm-hmm. Slade actually never let no one know how well this worked on him. The only person that he wound up letting know was his his partner and his boy Billy Wintergreen. Billy Wintergreen's another one who's a whole savage. Billy Wintergreen's sort of like the Alfred to his Batman. Oh. Oh really? I did. I I didn't stumble across him in in my research. Yeah, yeah. Nah, Billy Billy Wintergreen's a whole goon. So basically, what happened was when Slade's experiment was deemed a failure, he basically retired from the military and went to went to settle down with his wife Adeline Kane, and they wound up having um two children. Now they had a child before he was experimented on. His son Grant. Now, his son Joseph actually has the exact same abilities as him because it was after he was experimenting on. But Joseph's abilities didn't rear until after the fact. So, excuse me. And after after what fact? So, basically what happened was is that Slade created this alternate personality that he was calling Deathstroke. And as I quote, you know, the Reaper can swing his sickle my way all he wants, but I'm beyond Deathstroke. Basically stating that he was unkillable. Mm. So basically, mm. like if you want, yeah. 
if you wanted to get a hold of Deathstroke, you had to go through Billy Billy Wintergreen. Oh, it was kind of like his handler in a way. Basically, basically. Oh, okay. Now, right? if I remember correctly, uh, within that, he ends up getting contacted by uh, the Brotherhood. Hive, yeah, uh, yeah, Hive. To oh, it was, yeah, he was contracted by Hive initially uh, to do a mission for them. And um, he, oh my bad, this is actually after this is this is going towards um, when he ended up having to go against Grant. He went toe to toe against Grant, and then Grant ends up dying in the midst of the mission that they were on. And so, as in like in tribute to his son, Slade vows to continue you know continue his son's mission and actually work for Hive because right. originally originally he turned he turned down the uh the mission and then they turned around and went to his son in turn which was dirty super dirty yeah because he knew full well that he wasn't just gonna let his son go on like a suicide mission on his own so they were still getting they were getting two death strokes for the price of one essentially Basically, and the mission that uh, Grant calling himself the Ravager, he, they sent they wanted him to take out the Teen Titans. Now, I understand that people think of these guys as sidekicks, but let's let's run down this list real quick. So you've got you got Dick Grayson, the original Robin, who's Batman's number one protege, who right there is going to be an issue right there. Mm-hmm. You got Starfire. Who's a Raven. Whole- alien right raven a whole demon spawn cyborg who's a whole demon himself right the prodigy of the mother box beast boy mm-hmm. wonder girl who and kid flash a whole savage wonder girl so, who's also the prodigy of one woman, the one of the strongest Demoscarans, right? So, right there, you have literally like damn near an all star team. The only person who's actually missing from this incarnation of the team is Superboy. He joined winds up joining later. He's my favorite team Titan. I'm just throwing it out there. But <laughs> Grant uh, basically got sent to kill these cats and failed miserably and wound up dying in the process. So Slade, like as you said, in his grief, takes on the mission, and he takes this to a, he takes this vendetta with them to a whole nother level. And as an, a testament of his skill, he came very close to killing several of them. He he shot Kid Flash in the knee while he was running at super speed. What? Yes. He put a he put a he put a twelve gauge slug in his knee while he was running. As in, you ain't never heard. Is it this? Is this which? Is this Wally West? Kid Flash? Nah, uh, but uh, this was Bart Allen. If memory serves me oh, correctly. Oh, Impulse. Yeah. Oh, all right. I, I, I was gonna say it's like, oh man, that's crazy. But now, because if you put him in a low, put him in a row, Barry, it, Barry's the fastest, then Wally, and then Impulse is slower than Wally. Right. 
So I, I can I can I can see that. I was about to say if it was Wally West, now that now that's a feat. But he, even then, he shot a speedster in the knee, running at super speed. You ain't never heard about that in history, never. Uh, nope. I never. I never. Mm-mm. Like we seen him slip and slide, but no, my man's knees, his kneecaps got shot out from underneath him at top speed. Imagine the car wreck on that one. Right. Jeez, if that if that if that if that happened in. Young Justice today, we'd see a Bart Allen skid mark of blood. Right, right. And uh, we, we, so like this gave him like a, a very big vendetta with him. And it's funny because like, you know, he's, he's talked about in different rogues galleries. Like he's been compared a lot of times, like being like the negative version of Batman. And then it's like, he has like his, his beef with the green arrow, but it's like, he's often really labeled as an enemy of Dick Grayson's. And I find that very interesting. Because like not even, I don't not think of him. he's an arch, arch nemesis. Every everything right? that I've seen is always labeled as an arch nemesis. So it's not not even just on a villain level. It's like an arch nemesis, like straight hardcore beef, like on site type shit. Right. So, so then like so like when this whole thing happened, it's like you know they kind of had to really he really he really had to hunker down and try to get shit settled. But now he had to explain to his wife. What it just happened to their to their son, and <laughs> not even that. That's that at that at that point. That's their second son that he has had something happen to. Yes, because because the situation with Joe with Joseph came before came before this with Grant. You're right, because the situation with Joseph actually is what revealed him being Deathstroke to his wife. To You're right because. A bunch of a bunch of um mercs and assassins came after him, kidnapped Joseph. Because at that time, Deathstroke he was kind of like moonlighting as like one of the greatest hunters after the military. But correct on the side, on, on that was a cover up for all the ruthless shit that he was doing on on the back end. Correct. So they so they were like, all right, well, they wanted him, so there's like either it's you or your son. So he's sitting there while while so him and his wife they jet out to go to go fight these dudes and rescue their son. Mm-hmm. Now they end up in a predicament. It's like, all right, well either you either we kill your son or like you it, they gave him an ultimatum. Slade thinking he's like, all right, no, I got this. I'm gonna be able to save my son before you know before they end up doing what they what they're doing. He was wrong. They end up slitting Joe's throat. Not killing him, but in turn, like gravely injuring him to the point where he's mute. Yeah, he can never, he couldn't speak again. Yep. And now we all know Slade Wilson. We see him with the eye patch on, Nick Fury looking, you know, MF. We, but what a lot of, not a lot of people understand is how he lost his eye. Yeah. And this is how he lost his eye. His, during this situation, after that whole shit happened, after. They slit Joseph's throat, and he actually sat down and explains everything to his wife. She shoots him in the eye. Yeah, they they talk about you know uh, women and a, a woman's scorn and a woman's wrath, but for that yeah, for her to her, she yeah yeah she she didn't think she didn't pause she went pulled out the hammer slammed back around and tried to blow his head off. And here's the wild part: now, this is a credit to the scaling factor. 
he does lose the eye because the eye is is gone. It's, it's there. It's not there. But he mm-hmm. does survive it. And it's not like she mm-hmm. shot him with no twenty two. She tried to blow his head off with a blicky. She pulled the hammer, the, the hand mm-hmm. cannon. <laughs> the annihilator. She 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 literally was coming for that for that mother's head. Right. She wanted she wanted his head. So he ends and, up and losing his eye. Right. And and here's the wild part: it doesn't slow him down any. Not by at no all. means. All he got he a whole blind spot. Patch on it. All he did was, and even on his mask, all he did was just take the one eye hole out. He wanted to look crazy with, with an eye patch over an eye hole on a mask. Right. Like, ever since then, he was he's been running like a whole, whole remorse thing and everything like that. So like now his wife like, and we see this in Titans. And I, I love I love seeing how that how they played that out in Titans. I I, I love that so much. And actually mm-hmm. makes you feel bad for the character of Slade, even after all the shit that you've seen him do in the show. It actually makes you like, oh that's why I get it now. Right. And and the thing with the Titans was in the comics. They he came after them because he was contracting paid to. Like mm-hmm. in the show, in the show, it was a total misfire, it was a complete accident. He they wound yeah. up on his radar on a whole nother in the middle of a mission. So yeah, because they he, actually he, wound he, up going after him. To, um put his hole through Aquaman's chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accidentally, because he was actually trying to kill the uh the Queen of Themyscira. Yes, and I'm I'm also a little confused to how he did that, considering like we found out on multiple occasions that Atlanteans have extremely dense skin. But I'll not go along with it. No, 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 no. They they go into that. It was a, it was a spe- it was a special round because the same thing with the Mascarians. Ah, the yes, 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 have yeah. The Mascarians have all super super dense skin as well. So it was a special bullet modified armor. Like uh, it was like some kind of like hyper armor piercing round that was supposed to be able to break through because you know that they're blocking it was supposed to break through the bracelets too and right they were gonna block so yeah well they actually explained it was it was like an actual like like super round mm. talk about hand cannon that's that's a whole fact my man don't yeah, don't so have stuff on nothing yeah so now they're thinking this whole time that it's that it's personal so they're taking this whole per- this whole thing personal. Kind of find out it was it was a whole accident, and in doing so, they end up they try to like ha- turn his son against him, Joe, against him, and in turn actually ended up has he ends up having Slade accidentally kill his own son, right, and then. Because uh, in this version, Joseph had an ability to possess people. He winds up possessing his own father. So mm-hmm. part of his consciousness winds up inside of his body. So not only does he have to live with the fact he killed his son, he has to live with his son's consciousness inside of him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's doubly fucked up. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Even before that, but before that, though. His son was possessing someone else. Mm. Right? Or was is that what happened? Or was it 
Now, if memory serves me correctly, he tried to step in between them, and he wound up he wound up gut, he wound up gutting them. Because it's one of them oh. things like where no one knew what he was doing. Oh yeah, and then um, in that moment, he ends up leaving his body, leaving his own body. Yeah, and ends up possessing someone. I think he does. Yeah, I think he does end up possessing his father, and his father never knew. And I forget how he ends up finding out what happened. Right. I can't remember if he did or didn't. But that yeah, that incarnation, he, he then ends up accepting his son. Like, go ahead, you can. You can possess me and take over my body. You know, we can be together and stuff like that. Right. I'm still trying that, to try to remember it. Yeah, that was like season what? Season two? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't um, I wasn't against that, but that wasn't like my favorite incarnation of the character. Like I said, I'm still a big fan of the whole Manu Bennett thing and the way he handled it. Like, I thought he did great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, and then you know, on top of that, we've seen him all. We've already we've seen him in the Injustice video games. He actually's a part of the Injustice squad. Like this guy, he's everywhere, and that's what I'm saying. I felt bad that I really didn't know too much more about him before before doing my research. Right, like, this guy, he's a problem. Not, Not to mention the oh, he's in Young Justice too. Yes. Yeah, he's also in Young Justice, but we also see him as uh He was a lights enforcer. With, yeah, with um they actually play out the whole terror situation with Geoforce and all that as well, isn't that? And Terra yes. being um a spy for him. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they toned that down somewhat because like in past incarnations of that, it's implied that they're in a relationship and that's that's a little inappropriate. Because like this uh, man's going to be this man's going to be her grandfather. Yeah, because even if you look at it, it's like a like they 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 used to portray it as kind of like a Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah. Like if you if you watch the the Teen Titans movie, the animated one, the Judas Contract, and yeah, then watch that scene where where she walks into like his the control room with him, that shit was creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I'm not. Mm. That's what had me kind of like, mm, what's really going on here? Well, I think it was just one of the things where he was just being that master tactician and just using her as a means to an end, which she, which she was. Yeah. And it, it, it almost works. Almost worked. Mm. I mean, as far as anime goes, animation goes and uh, video games, we've seen live action depictions of him. Now, here's here's another thing. Fuck. It, we already found out that uh, fucking Joe Macanello's playing him in the DCEU, but we haven't actually seen him cut loose yet. So I'm yeah, waiting for that to happen. One, all we see is him at the what the end of um, Batman v Superman. No, uh, it's at the end of Justice League. He's on the boat with Lex Luthor. Oh uh, well, Lex Junior. Yeah, excuse me, excuse me. And he gets yeah. contracted to go after um Batman. Yeah, we yeah. Now, because there was supposed to, they were in talks about talking about uh, a Batman movie with Ben Affleck as the lead. And from what I took from that, it was supposed to be that it was supposed to be like him having to deal with Deathstroke 
trying to target him because that I would have loved yeah. to have seen that because it was honestly because that was supposed to be the last Batman movie that just came out it was supposed to be a full noir movie yeah because that's what Ben Affleck wanted he was like and that's how that's actually how they got him on to even play Batman because he was like all right I'll do Batman but well as you know that's what that's how they got him to come back to play Batman because originally that that's that's what that's what they wanted. They he was like, all right, listen, I'll be Batman, but I want to actually make my own Batman movie with this character. I would like the next standalone Batman movie. I want it to be a noir, and I want to write it and shoot it like a noir, and and get more in on the detective side of Batman instead of all all we've ever seen was the action side of it. Right, right, and that's when things end up falling apart. Mm-hmm. We started and seeing I, a lot of the hatred that Batflex started to get, so they end up pulling him from the from the project. And all that did and was hurt. Was like I'm done. But we've seen noir films work. Like I love the Sin City films. Say what you want about them, I thought they were oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Me I, too. I had the books. I thought they were phenomenal. And I mean, the spirit was okay. I think it could have been done better. It could have actually could have been done a lot better. But it's one of those things, like where it was just one. It was just one of the things that, like, there there wasn't enough mainstream backing behind it. Like, people didn't know who the spirit was, so they were like, "Yeah, okay, all right." Yeah, and I would I would I would love to see, you know, a Deathstroke versus Batman noir scenario. Right. I, you no, know, I haven't watched a new Batman movie just yet, but I plan on watching it as soon as I can. And I'm probably gonna watch it when we're done with this. Um, but like, I would have loved to see like that dynamic that's between, you know, Riddler and uh, Batman. That like, who's who? What's going on? Kind of scenario going on with Deathstroke. All of a sudden, Bruce Wayne starts getting attacked out of nowhere. You know, assassination attempts. This, this, and that. And now he has to go on a whole like detective mission to try to figure out who's trying to take him out and why <coughs> excuse me and lo and behold it's deathstroke and when you see that whole dynamic between them them ducking and dodging each other right um, well it would have been yeah. it have been interesting because like you know the riddler's matching him mentally while deathstroke matching him physically yes yeah, so that, that would have been interesting i agree you know so it's just like uh it it, it hurts a little bit to not have gotten to see you know this Deathstroke that was supposed to be in in the, in the DCU, not really get to see him work. You know that 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 really that really sucked for me because I was excited. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of feel like they muffed up on his hair a little bit. Like it looked like it was freshly dyed white and was like really stiff and like it didn't look his hair didn't look real for the character. Right. Yeah, it didn't look like he had. It didn't look like he was older with white hair, with, you know, with grayed hair, like seasoned hair. It, nah, it looked like, like he was the young guy who had a dye job. Exactly, and that bothered me. I was like, I was good. I was good with the, as soon with the mask on. As soon as he took his mask off, I was like, Oh no! Oh no! What are you doing? Oh no! 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 You know, because I would have loved to see like an older grittier looking Slade Wilson like like what we got in Arrow or like what we got in Titans you know right 
He was older, seasoned, gruff. This guy's origins takes place in Vietnam, in the Vietnam, right. in the Vietnam War, and that was years ago. That's and and with the with the healing factor, they could have had it so it's like it slowed the process. Slow. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there, there's a lot of ways they could have made this work, and it's just like I feel like you know that they just basically dropped the ball with his character. Shit, they could give him his own his own trilogy, and I think it would do great. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because we've already we've already seen him do incarnations of his children in the shows. In Titans, we had Rose and Joseph, and then in um, Arrow, we see we also we see Rose again, and we see Grant as well, and Joseph. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because of that whole um, when they go to the future kind of thing, and yeah, they got- uh, it's Joseph who would be Joseph is the ra- who is Ravenger, and he runs a whole squad of a whole like syndicate essentially of Deathstroke. Basically, yeah, it's it's something real different. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they actually kind of put like a funny uh funny pun on it because it's like how in the comics you know it was supposed to be that. A, a character by the name of the, Deathstroke had crossed a character by the name of the Jackal. So the Jackal approached him like, "Yo, oh, yeah, this, that, and, and the was, third. Mm-hmm. So it's like in the in the Arrow show, he was his son Joseph was actually the in in charge of a group called the Jackals. Yep, yep, yep. So I thought I yeah, thought that was an interesting little of the Jackals. Yeah, I thought that was a little interesting play on on uh, the history and the comic book lore. I thought that was that was fun. Yeah, that's what I loved what? about. That's what I loved about Arrow and them introducing Deathstroke because, like, they gave, they were just, they gave just so much of a unique, one unique origin story for him because we see the origin of they t- and they do it differently too. It's not like he, he was already an expert, like Black Ops Special Forces, you know, um, right. you know, soldier, but then he comes in contact with this. Marikuru, this essentially super soldier serum, like it's it's the same premise but different setting. So instead of him being experimented on while he's in the mar- uh, in the military, he ends up getting experimented on after the military. Right. You and know, the thing with like, the Marikuru was, the thing with the Marikuru was is that they said that it affected everybody differently. Like if it didn't affect you physically, it affected you mentally. And it's like how. It made you question your stability. It made you question your sanity, your surroundings. So it was like you see like little cracks in his stability, that which healed over time. And he he's he's quoted saying a few times like the miracle isn't what made me hate you. This isn't what's going on. It's what it's what you did and how you betrayed me. So it's like mm-hmm. just to see that dynamic and then like also like the skill sets because one of the people who does train Oliver the Green Arrow in that show is Slade Wilson because they were stuck on the island together. So like. Watching that whole, you know, student, uh, student master, you know, big brother, little brother, rival, arch enemy dynamic grow and blossom, it was really cool to me. Yeah, I can, I can definitely, I definitely second that because, you know, and and we actually see that that character of Slade actually care. He actually cared about Oliver and saw him as a brother. And so mm. it's it's not it's not too difficult, not too hard to see where, you know, he would see that betrayal because he took he thought it he thought it was as if Oliver left him for dead. 
if I remember correctly, it was a whole misunderstanding. Oliver never Which actually we- really betrayed him. There was an explosion. Oliver thought he was dead, and so Oliver skated up off the island. He ended up getting himself up, up off the island, thinking Slade was dead the whole time. Slade was-, was under the understanding that he had just dipped on him and left him for dead. Correct me it was between, nah, it was between that. It was it was between that and the fact that um the whole situation with Shadow, the chick who was on the island with them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oliver was falling in love with her, but at the same time, Slade was falling in love with her too, and then ended up yeah. getting her killed. And that's why he ends up executing he ends up executing his mom the same exact way that, that she was right. So he's like, I'm gonna show you what it feels like to lose someone you love in front of your in front of your very eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have your loved one, the, your loved one's life, be held in someone else's hands, and they let it go. That, yeah, that shit. Yeah, that was um. Yeah, yeah. Now Slade, ice cold, man. Slade, ice cold. Ice cold. Like. And again, I, I I would definitely I would definitely see it. that's why I will I would have I like how they also flushed that like all the way out. They didn't leave anything left over or hanging on the edge of that storyline. They they played that storyline out to its fullest, all the way from Slade all the way to you know we end up seeing Rose later on. You know she ends up you know attacking the entire Star City with her own version of you know. The Deathstrokes or Jackals under her own command with him, and then it, 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 it did it. Did it really like they flushed everything they could out of that character in that series? And I absolutely appreciate it so much. I don't. I feel like it wasn't done cheesily either. Right, they right. Put the time in to make sure that the story actually made sense, which is something I always appreciate. You know, I love a good story. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when there's a good story and it's actually done right. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen many a times somebody like have a good story, but just not a good idea or a good premise and just not like peak it and just not not like bring it out to its full potential. We've seen that so many times. I know it's just nice to to see this. And that's why I feel like Titans did a good job of that in a shorter period of time. Hmm. Because Titans well, is only a few episodes. As opposed to Arrow being a whole like 23, season. 24 episode season. You know, um, they did that decently in that. And so I would have really liked them. I mean, this is the one thing that we all feel with DC. They just need to bring the TV actors to the big screen. But you, you want to know the funny thing about that is in hindsight, it's like because if we're really gonna if we're really gonna compare apples to oranges, DC mops the floor with Marvel with everything but the movies. This is true. This is very very true. Whether it be whether it be animated, because their animated universe is absolutely bonkers. Like if you really want to see some good Slade Wilson work. Definitely look to the animated movies. Judas Contract, right. you know, the Teen Titan movies, like like really look at those and especially like Young Justice and stuff like that. Really, really look at their animated stuff and you will get a great sense 
of who Deathstroke and you know Slade Wilson really is. I'm sorry, I'll be honest, dude. I almost said Wade Wilson. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. So that was yeah, a. Let's, well, let's, let's talk about that real quick. All right. So we're well, talking about how DC absolutely actually mops Marvel in every other in every other way. They were mopping him so hard with this character that Marvel had to retaliate and literally steal the character. Yes, they actually proposed the a character who was similar in outfit, style, lifestyle, costume. The only only thing that backstory said the only thing that was different was the fact that while Slade Wilson is very serious, their character never shut up. <laughs> so as a joke, when when it got pitched. Someone actually went, dude, this guy is Slade Wilson in a different costume. This isn't going to work. So they named him Wade Wilson as a joke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then lo and behold, fast forward a few years, you know, Deadpool is a a staple of the Marvel Universe. Yep. While we have Slade Wilson still, unfortunately, taking the backseat in DC. Yeah. they literally couldn't be like literally the only thing that would make them more similar two changes all you gotta do is make two changes between these two characters change the costume color and change and and, and change change it make it more make us um deadpool more serious right who are you taking in a fight Ooh, um I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking Slade. Taking I'm Slade taking Slade. Slade. I'm taking Slade too. Yeah. The only I mean, he's thing he's not gonna that... kill him. He's not gonna kill Deadpool, but he's definitely gonna cut off both both arms, both legs, and cut him in half. Right. And I mean they're, they're just leave him there. They're definitely gonna test the extent of their healing abilities in this fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's the thing, we've never seen Slade regrow appendages. Right. We've seen him cover from recovering from knife wounds and bullet wounds and stuff like that, but I'm not sure if he's going growing back a hand. Yeah, or a whole lower half. Right. Like which which we've seen Deadpool do. Yeah. I doubt he, if he, his head gets cut off, he's gonna still be able to talk. <laughs> Uh, well, he did get a grenade shoved in his mouth once, and we did see it grow back. Um, yeah, so I'm taking, I'm definitely taking Slade in that, in, in that fight, right? You know, like this character and, is out of, out of this character is out of this world, man. Just like the, his whole the, backstory. The thing with um, the thing also I like to, I like to combine, I like to point out with Deathstroke is his when it comes to his just hand to hand skill. Like, as we talk about Deadpool and you know, the Merc with the mouth and everything he can do, yeah, that's fine. I mean, he's more of a, a, a carnage character. He's more of a just, you know, destruction and mayhem and this, that, and the third. But, like, yeah. Dead, Deadpool is just, just like, you know, he's just carnage. Like, opposed to Deathstroke, Deathstroke is just, like, more... Watching Deathstroke fight would be like precise. watching it, it, man. It's precise. Yes, it's precise. He has precision with it. Deadpool literally wrecked an entire, entire freeway. And just to get one person. 
Like, no one's getting hurt. <laughs> like was that guy was literally there when I got here. He was he was just he was just hanging upside down, half his body ripped off when I got here. It wasn't me, I swear to God. Right. Oh, would you look at the time? No, but with but with Slade with Deathstroke, it is precise. The person that needs to die is the person that's gonna die. Right. You're not every now and again you got low. one or two people that are collateral damage. Well, other than that, but uh, another thing that you I thought was interesting is like when we were talking about the animated universe and how that ties together because I actually went back and watched a few of those recently. Um, I did not know that he was in the lines to take over the League of Assassins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rayshard Ghoul saw him as a potential as a potential protege. He he was pissed yeah. when he thought when he, when he when he was considering Batman. Yeah, because if you if you look at it, he he because he wanted to he wanted um he wanted Talia to marry him because mm. how of a proficient killer he was. He like how badass do you have to be for the league leader of the League of Assassins, the dragon's head himself. Demon's head, demon's old, head. The demon's head. I'm sorry, yeah, thank you. Demon said, I was saying, oh, who the hell was I thinking of? Uh, I was saying, I was saying, of, I was saying of someone else. But yeah, the demon's head itself. The master assassin sees you. Says that his entire organization can take notes from you. Bro, that's nuts. Right. You have to, you, you are that good. Where the master of all assassins says, you know what? We can benefit from learning a little bit or a thing or two from you. Right? That's nuts. And to my knowledge, the only other people who have ever been in the running to replace Rachel Ghoul are Batman and Bane. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Bane. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be doing an episode about him sooner or later, too, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're definitely going to talk about... Uh, the was it? Who was it? Was which Batman was it? Was it Clooney, or was it Kilmer? Listen, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, Bannon, we don't acknowledge. We don't acknowledge. No, uh-uh. no we don't acknowledge George Clooney's Batman. Bat- there's a no. whole, there's a whole lot wrong with bad nipples. But anywho, they're <laughs> <laughs> talking about fucking bat nipples. But yeah. But- yeah, no, uh, the, uh, Batman, uh, Batman Forever. Oh, was, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Poison Ivy, Bane, Mr. Freeze. That was Batman and Robin. Yeah, Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah, Batman and Forever was... Um, Kilmer. Yeah, it was, it was Kilmer. Oh, now God. We see Two-Face and Riddler. And we get oh. Robin's name, a classic, uh, a classic uh, Batman line. Holy, holy metal rocks, Batman. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> oh, listen, him. Listen, I don't care what no one says. Chris O'Donnell stealing the Batmobile is still some of the most gangster shit I've ever seen in a movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I 100% so he, agree. I thought he was a great Robin. Well, I mean, that's also up for debate because it's like, you know what he wanted originally to play Robin? Oh. You'll never guess. I'll give you one hint. It, it was a comedian 
and he's black. Eddie Griffin? Nope. Dave Chappelle? No. Cedric the Entertainer? It was Marlon Wayne's. They wanted Marlon Wayans to be Robin. In that Batman movie. And yes, in Bat in the in Batman Forever, it was supposed to be Marlon Wayans. I don't know what happened to the point where that where that didn't happen, but that was originally the first pick from what I remember being told. Bro, I gotta look into that. I ain't <laughs> whoa. He just blew my whole mind with that one. I didn't know yeah. that. I did not know that. Oh yeah. Because the the, the 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 thing about um about that whole series and the way it was going and um it this is why one of the reasons why the Batman kept changing because there was stuff changing with the script. But that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Getting back we'll to get getting back to playing. Yes. Back back to Slade, he he's an absolute. He's an app. We talk about goons here. This man is a goon, right? And the whole his. I want to jump back to this whole rivalry with, with with Nightwing with Dick Grayson, bro. It gets nuts. It gets nuts. Like I'm talking like petty levels. Petty levels of nuts. He ends up um so it all starts when Dick Grayson ends up going undercover working for Slade, which we which we can see along the lines, we can see a little adaptation of that in the 03 times when he becomes Red X. But right. apparently they end up having a run-in with um Superman and oh Superman and Oh uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, it was just Superman, and, and he ends up getting found out that he's been Nightwing the whole time, and he had him, he actually had him training his daughter Rose. Come to find out, Dick was actually training his daughter in the ways to be a superhero, and not in not not a not like a, a merc. So instead of going hard and just murking everyone out, they end up making a deal. Nightwing's like, all right, listen, I'll stay away from Rose. I'll stop teaching her superhero ways. As long as you keep all metahuman villains out of Bloodhaven. Thirty-four hours later, Slade drops a nuke on top of Bloodhaven. Oh shit! Well, he he, he drops chemo. Which is uh, the, the the radioactive villain? That that's uh, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he, did he pull on push him out of a bomber plane and everything? I don't know, but it seems like it. the the, the way The way they worded it is that he <laughs> it was it was Slade and a bunch of other um uh Titans and Doom Patrol villains, along with the Brotherhood of Evil. Uh, like the brain and all them, and they dropped him 
on Bloodhaven, killing thousands of people. And the only explanation, only explanation that he gives to the Brotherhood is that he needs Nightwing to believe that he can never go home again. That's it. And then from then on, Nightwing has added absolutely out for his head. Like going as far as busting into his own hideout, busting into Deathstroke's hideout just to cuss him out and to leave a note letting him know, like, yo, I'm coming for you. It's over. It's over for you. There's no. Yo, you dropped the bottom Bloodhaven. You completely broke. You know what we got? I'm gonna pay. I'm, you're gonna get payback. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get you. And ever since then, it's an on-site situation. Like, I'm just, like, that's wild. How you do a man's that dirty? Yeah, no problem. All right, deal. Shit in the fucking. In the fucking Suicide Squad movie, um, Hell to Pay, he broke into Bronze Tiger's house and killed his wife. Right? <clears throat> right? Almost forgot about that movie. Right? That's another fight. That's another fight I'd like to see is uh, Bronze Tiger versus Deathstroke. And Bronze Tiger is another character we'll touch on at a later point in time. My son, Ben Turner. But mm-hmm. the most recent incarnation of Deathstroke, he's actually a member of the Suicide Squad in recent years. Now that's oh. something I'd really like to see. Mm-hmm. Because it, if we get like a legitimate squad, or as as we call them, the shooters, like say, like mm-hmm. for example, say we got say we got Will Smith playing a Deadshot. Deadshot. We got Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Then we get like we get the Joe Macanello we should get. You know, we get him playing Death, Deathstroke. If we get if we get like the legitimate shooters on our team, like I can see this shit turn to a whole bloodbath. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I'll be honest, I actually like I, I like the I like the um the death shot that they liked in uh, that they had in um Arrow. I did too. I I, I actually liked him, so I, I would I, 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 I I'd be okay with seeing him as well. Mm-hmm. But like uh, that that would be that would be dope. Like, I don't know, it's just, uh, I mean, it, it, it sucks because we know full well that DC is not going to do anything, like, productive with this character because they've absolutely, completely, completely wiped out the Snyderverse. So, it, it's going to be hard. To really see anything from uh you know be done with them because they just you know we see them in video games we're gonna see them in the animated but we're not gonna see anything like actually live action it sucks because um as we all know dc doesn't know what the hell they're doing when it comes to live action which is not i, I don't understand how you have you you were literally the creators of the source material like it's not like it's not like Marvel and Sony. It's not like Spider-Man with Sony. Where like Marvel has to sit there and watch Sony just shoot a character down the drain. Oh god. No, like like <laughs> like 
You Muscle and power will never beat around the bush. Rights. <laughs> like, and I say that because, like, I just learned a whole bunch of stuff about, because I haven't seen Morbius yet, and I just learned a whole bunch of stuff about Morbius, and it's been, and, and it, it, it's got me tight. So, yeah, I just feel like then we need, we need to see more Deathstroke, man. Ah, uh, like, so you would like, you would like to see a shooter squad. Absolutely. You would like the Joe, um, how do you say his name? Joe Maca. The Magnello. The Magnello. Yeah. I, I, I'd be interested in that as long as they don't do the white hair thing again. That'd be that'd be nice, you know. And me, I want I want to see I want to see a toe to toe Batman movie. Toe-to-toe, Absolutely, that's go go to toe to toe with Batman. That's what I like to see. You know, wishful thinking, but it's something. You know, and right there, we'll wrap it up with that. You know, Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, absolute savage goon of a character. The Terminator. The Terminator, the the original Terminator, the, yes, original, the original Terminator. Terminator. So I'm just saying that show came first, and then uh, Arnie took took it after. But that that stroke was first. Man with a wild backstory and even wilder abilities, man. So there you have it. We're gonna call it on that one, guys. You know, thank you for. You know, taking a look and see what we got going on this week. Pay attention next week. Uh, we're gonna have a special guest on next week. Well, for the next episode, Doctor Doom, gonna have a special guest coming on, talking to us about Doom, giving us a little more information. Um, definitely, please remember to like, comment, subscribe, share. Uh, stay tuned for the limited edition live talk show where we get to really interact with you guys and you guys to interact with us and. Um, we literally just sit there and talk about anything. Uh, we'll be posting that up. Keep an eye out. Thank you. Remember, check us out next week you know, for when we break down Dr. Doom. Peace. Peace.